0: Ayun na kameta, pag-usapan natin na mabuti ito. Uh, may development tayo ngayon sa sa Russia. no? Uh, mukhang may mutiny na nagaganap dyan laban kay uh, Vladimir Putin. So mukhang itong giera sa Ukraine ay uh, is coming home in a certain way. At uh, nakikita natin na maraming analysis ng kung, sa, kung saan sinasabi na the next 24 hours will be very crucial, no? Uh, in terms of figuring out anong mangyayari sa Russia, whether tatagal itong regime ni Putin, whether tatagal yung meeting niyan, or there'll be further fragmentation. So actually, kanila lang nakita natin yung mga ibang top experts, top Russia experts, mga tao na talagang kilala nila ng Russia, have been talking about even the potential prospect of a civil war. No? Uh, at pag-usapan natin yan. So let's just go through the... latest and I'll give you a, a kind of a background so for instance you can check this article mga Meta kung saan and explain uh, how we're in the midst of some very very crucial uh, developments right now kasi dapat natin how will the putin regime uh, respond to this meeting the yan at ano yung maging uh, political effect na yan no? uh, down the road let me just pull out this very interesting article and I think would help us to better understand the situation so kanina Ah uh, si President President Vladimir Putin actually in my speech uh dito kung saan uh he warned of no, against treason, no, at internal betrayal. Now, of course, uh nagsimula itong crisis not ito for and several months kung saan si Prigozhin, no? Uh ito yung chief ng Wagner uh Wagner uh mercenary group uh for si Yevgeny so for a number of months, nag- nagko-complain siya na palpak yung military uh, strategy ng uh, commanders ng Russian armed forces. And then, nagko-complain siya na, na dapat some, you know, uh, some decisive measures have to be made, including yung pagpalit dun sa mga top leaders na in charge the Russian conflict. But things kind of escalated to the next level uh just in the past 48 hours or so when my direct accusation nitong taon ito uh kung saan sinasabi na siya mismo tinitarget no na tin target yung kanyang troops so after that we see a real really sudden escalation of the situation uh so in response uh dun sa threat ni Yevgeny Prigozhin na babalikan niya ito yung mga military leaders na inakisan na na target sila uh, and he even pushed the argument further no? ang, 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 ang implication niya na yung gyera sa Ukraine Hindi dahil dapat kailangan na may gyera Hindi ito dahil sa de- self-defense Ito ay dahil sa greed supposedly of some of the commanders etc So major next level na yan next level na yan Medyo naalala ko tuloy yung isang vlogger ni ano, Naglalaglagan na No I mean this is crazy So President Putin had a speech Recently, where he responded to that, he said, "I appeal to the citizen of Russia, to the person of the armed forces, law enforcement, and security forces, fighters, and commanders currently fighting under positions, repelling the enemy attacks, doing it heroically." All right. So, nag-usap daw siya sa mga commanders uh, to keep things under control. No, I'm just trying to bring out this. So, you, I, I really suggest you guys check it out. Vladimir Putin has addressed the nation after Wagner mercenary forces claimed control of military sites in Rostov-on-Don. He described the move as treason and said decisive action will be taken. We will defend our country, we will defend our nation, we will defend our citizens against the threats we face today. Some people are trying to use their interests against our country. We need to make sure that we are fighting in Ukraine for the sake of our country and be sure that traitors must not be there. A lot of people have sacrificed their lives for Russia and those that are trying to sow rebellion and create chaos will fail ultimately. Wagner well, chief Yevgeny Progozhin accuses Russia's military leaders of ordering airstrikes which killed thousands of his men. He's vowing to seek what he calls justice for the dead. Michael Apple has the latest. This So it lang guys just that was just an audio and di come malagay un video and copyright issue it's out there news. Let me just project to you guys an article that I think will be very helpful to put things into context. I'll just go through it, you no, know? uh, para ma appreciate ni in context context kontekston nito, no. So now, are now some are openly discussing that this could go more than a mutiny and this could potentially slide into a civil war, a la First World War or in Tsar Nicholas II. Interestingly, President Putin himself discussed the. Uh, the first world war situation where supposedly Russia was on the victorious plane and then internal divisions and all brought the country down. Uh, and of course, the result of that eventually was the Bolshevik revolution that ended the Tsarist regime. Now, let me just put things into context uh, by going to this very illuminating article by Anne Applebaum. So Certainly the rest of us still can't know less than a day after this meeting began the true motives of the key players and especially not of the central figure Yevgeny Prigozhin, the leader of the Wagner mercenary group. Prigozhin, whose fighters have taken part in brutal conflicts all over Africa and the Middle East so active in Syria, Sudan, Libya, Central African Republic and most recently Ukraine claims to command 25,000 men in the Ukraine theater. In a statement yesterday afternoon, Yevgeny Prigozhin uh young russian army Dao i behind an enormous amount of casualties among young group, uh, group members na yung mga mercenaries so my bomb raid and aretas si a target then he called for an armed rebellion fight to topple the russian military prigozhin has been lobbying insults at Russia's military leadership for many weeks mocking Sergei Shoigo, shoigu the russian minister of defense supposedly tamad daw and then he din chief of the general staff as supposedly prone to quote paranoid tantrums Yesterday naman, he broke with official narrative and directly blamed them dun sa ma uh, kapalpakan ng Russian uh, invasion. At ayon sa kanya, all of this could have been avoided if, you know, some corrupt people were not making the big decision, etc. So, major next level, to, uh, escalation nito. To be honest, I've been following the statements by Yevgeny Prigozhin for quite some time, checking it online, what it's, he has been saying, but so he's been criticizing, no, the military and the people in charge for quite some time. But imagine next level, land because para threat na siya na. niya yung mga, uh, troops niya laban dun sa mga niya dun sa ng Russia. So this is kind of crazy. That's why some are saying, what's going to happen here? Is this mutiny going to spread? Because there are many people are unhappy about where the war is going. there mga more radical. More ultra nationalist people, like usunya, must aggressive than Russia, potentially even using tactical nuclear weapons. Uh, will Putin be able to hold this together? Who are gonna be dropped? I mean, of ov- obviously, Evgeny Prigozhin, in a very delicate situation, but what about the other side you might accuse? So, this is going to be very, very difficult, uh, 24 hours or so for President Putin, among others, and just to put things into context, I know. Because if you look at Russia, it's it's such a big country that it has rarely buckled under external invasion. You know, um, usually what happens with Russia is that Russia goes down or there's a regime change, it's because of internal changes. Just let me just give you some historical I don't know historical precedence. So throughout history you know, of their past Half a millennium there were at least three major invasions you no, know, of russia the first were from the swedes you no know? this is from uh charles king charles sweden and then of course he was defeated eventually uh, in uh in, in today's ukraine somewhere in today's ukraine so this is by uh charles the seventh of sweden Battle of Poltava. You no, know, I think it's in today's Ukraine. There's an amazing book about this this personalities, etc. that I can suggest separately to you guys. Uh, so that was like the first major invasion by a foreign imperial force of Russia. It didn't work. And then the second one, the second big one was by Napoleon. Right? Yundin. It also failed eventually. So even Napoleon could not do it. So the Grand Army of Napoleon could not do it. The Swedes could not do it. Now, the Germans also tried it uh, by some counts more than once. It also didn't work. So, we saw that during Second World War, Battle of uh, Operation Barbarossa, yes, similar to the French or even to the Swedish to a certain degree centuries earlier, my initial gains were to retreat into strategic depth. Eventually, Russia and its weather and its depth and its just breadth uh, took care of the enemy. So. Very rarely, there was uh, you know, regime change in Russia, so the Romanov dynasty, for instance, really lasted for, for hundreds of years. And it was brought down, not because of a war, per se, or for invasion, but it was brought down because of the internal revolution and civil war that happened in light of the deadlock sa guerra sa first world war. So when Russia's military was not doing very well on the front, that created a lot of internal divisions. And eventually, that gave headway first to the socialists and the Kerensky type, but later on, the Bolsheviks were able to take advantage of it, hence the toppling of the Romanov dynasty, and quite a brutal, brutal one. So, the case of Tsar Nicholas II is something that many are discussing. Now, the Soviet Union, of course, lasted for what? Close to a century once it goes down. And then, more or less, it's Putin who has been in charge of Russia since the transition to. Uh, post-Cold War period with, you know, some sort of, uh, with Yeltsin and the rest in between, no? So, if you look at it, the idea of Russia, you know, regime change in Russia because of external factors, that's very, very unlikely after Russia's one of the biggest stockpiles of nuclear weapons. So, the you idea know, uh you know, Ukraine could go on and topple Putin or the NATO could come and topple Putin, alam But, the situation in Ukraine has become so desperate, so crazy, right? so desperate, so crazy, that yeah, it looks like it's creating super, super damning internal divisions right now. So as I said, there, there are people who are saying that what's happening in Ukraine is because of incompetence, so you just have to put more competent people there. There are people who are saying, the Ukraine situation could be resolved if Russia goes more aggressive, uses even more extreme weapons, tactical nuclear weapons. There are a lot of people, are, there are actually open debates about that right now in Russia. I can send the links that, I mean, there are like open debates on whether Russia should go to the next level and use all of its weaponry, strategic weaponry. And then there are people who are extreme, who are still extreme, and then they're saying, no, no, the, the whole political regime overseeing the war is, is problematic. And in fact, perhaps the war was not even needed, right? So yeah, and this is, Next level, because if you are talking about the liberals, progressive opposition, umalis na lahat mga yan, eh. na n'exiled hati mga yan. and then the few state people like Navalny, for instance, I na kulong, tiba, at uh, yung uh, si naman, yung ng Nobel Peace Prize together with Maria Ressa, I think he's sticking around, but you know, uh they're not in a position to mobilize political forces internally. So this is really a fight among conservatives, right-wings, nationalists within Russia. So over the next 24 hours, how is how is Putin going to respond to this mutiny? Uh, operationally, I doubt that this is going to be successful unless this really spreads and there's much more discontent that we don't know about at the very upper echelons. But even if this is taken care of uh, operationally, meaning the supposed mutiny is, is struck down, which is... Where you rather bet? Uh, in terms of possibilities, there's gonna be a political fallout of this because unless there's a huge success by, by Russia and the, unless there's really a breaking of the deadlock, some sort of breakthrough, the discontent is just gonna get deeper and deeper, no? And and that, this is where this is where I'm saying, Muhammad, talagang ooh, pagdating sa politika talaga, it's so hard to. Not be tempted to think that some people are so powerful they'll stay they'll stay there forever, but that's the thing they say about authoritarian regimes. They look so solid, they look so stable until they're suddenly not there anymore. Because the problem we have with non-democracies, kasi ito yung mga kamete, mga democracies, dahil bukas yung mga political system nila, dahil uh, malayo yung kanilang media, dahil malayo yung mga critics. nakikita mo yung kanilang Kahinaan, no? yung mga weaknesses the weaknesses sometimes not even real weaknesses are there in the open because may opposition ka na tries to make it look weak make it look bad etc but in authoritarian system dahil one man rule yan because takot yung mga tao mag-criticize sa kanya because walang opposition walang freedom of expression walang free media and then if anyone acri- criticizes from abroad sabihin ah yan, yan propaganda yan blah blah then it creates this artificial idea of oh shoot napakalakas naman yan unshakable yan superman yan and now we see, this is the law of politics. Pag you na- eliminate mo yung opposition, political opposition, and power struggle ay papasok sa loob. And this is exactly where we're seeing where things are going, because walang opposition sa Russia, democratic opposition in every sense of the word. Essentially, the, inter- the contestation is now within the ruling faction, no? And nagitan natin sa ruling regime, there are actually multiple factions, not ruling ruling regime. There are multiple factions. And let's see if this move by the Wagner group is gonna strengthen the voice of more extremists or actually strengthen the voice of the more relatively moderate forces. And some would argue that actually Putin is much more moderate compared to some of the people out there who are pushing for more radical approaches. Now, the other thing we have to keep in mind is when we talk about superpowers which are wounded Sometimes they're more dangerous when they're wounded. No. So you mga nag uh, uh, nag-aakala uh, nag-aakala na, uh, uh, <laughs> you mga nag-assume dito na magiging mas mahina si Putin or mas magiging mahina ang Russia and that Russia will withdraw from Ukraine after this. They could be very wrong. The opposite could happen. Kasi the more na vulnerable uh, yung regimes The more they could be aggressive externally Kaya kung titignan mo response ng international committee Including from the west uh, Parang you can see na medyo ipit din sila eh, Because they're worried na First of all, don't get your expectations too high Pangalawa, even if Putin goes down We don't know what's gonna come next It could be even more extreme Pangatlo, even if Putin stays The mutiny goes down then a much more vulnerable Russia could actually become much more aggressive in Ukraine in order to resolve internal contradictions. No, So, grabe, this is crazy. But what I can say is this. Again, once again, nakita natin na regimes that look very solid on the outside, regimes that were able to successfully completely crowd out the opposition, etc., Bigla makikita struggle talaga sa loob. Bigla talaga makita mo yan. So, Magkameta babalikan natin yan uh, itong issue na ito because we're talking about the biggest country on earth. We're talking about supposedly one of the most powerful men on earth, right? But at the same time, we're looking at we we're looking at the fact that perhaps many people overestimated certain people, and we're also forgetting the fact that pagdating sa politika, pagdating politika, dami mga plot dito. You know? And, and 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 now, their people are openly discussing the potential of civil wars in Russia. I mean, I, you know, I have my political views, but you know, we have, you know, our our hearts go to ordinary people in Russia, and I hope they don't suffer unnecessarily because of anything like that. You know, as much as my heart is with Ukraine, my also heart is with innocent, ordinary people anywhere on Earth. No, so so let's hope this doesn't get too crazy. But I'm sure there are also a lot of people are hoping for some radical political change or transformation. I think the hope is uh, whether the meeting succeeds or it doesn't succeed, Russia will recalibrate and retrench operations no? in Ukraine. And some probably will even push the hope further and say, but there's even a possibility for a democratic revolution or transformation. Personally though I'm, I'm quite skeptical and my fear is actually Russia might become even more aggressive um, even if it overcomes this this situation uh, relatively seamlessly you no know? so let's see where this goes hope for the best but also prepare for other things don't be don't have any kind of wishful thinking so yeah you know for now Mohammed I'm still gonna research on this I'm gonna still check on this what are things are gonna happen and then Balikan and hopefully soon with more. Updates about the state of affairs I'm still checking some of the videos online uh, So for instance I think some video na chine-check natin, natin hiin, mga um, eto. So So ito daw Russian road policeman shows A large number of trucks placed on the highway to Moscow To prevent yung Wagner from reaching Moscow No so mayjo. Uf. Karonge so, naglalagay na sila ng truck, bro? Dino block, dino block na yan yung roads papunta sa Moscow. Dino so, block, they explain ng guy na paka nandun yung mga trucks, what are they hoping to achieve? So ipo-post yan natin sa baba mga kameta. All right? Uh, I'm also gonna post a number of stuff dons sa, sa sa Twitter page ta, so can you also check that? Maraming salamat mga may sabi ko nga tayo. Medyo pagod pa pa ne. Next week time mag- catch up, but uh, I, 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 you know, I sense there there are a lot of our friends and folks who are thinking, uh, you know, what what on earth is happening? So I'm just giving you an update. So in short, uh, the power struggle that was building up for past six months or so because of dead lockdowns the war in Ukraine mukhang now completely out in the open so in mga criticism among generals and officials etc my direct challenge na so now you have a major mercenary group with 25,000 troops under very charismatic leader threatening uh, the military establishment in Russia now Putin comes in he has drawn the line and says this is wrong this is treason. But that has really set it up for confrontation. So there was no effort by the president or anyone to mediate among them. And as I said, marami mga wishful thinking Jen, that this, will, this could make Russia more conservative about this foreign policy. Somewhere even more wishful thinking, thinking maybe this could bring about democratic revolution. But you have to prepare for the actually the opposite to happen. Uh, Russia will be more aggressive, et cetera, in light of the internal vulnerabilities that are now out in the open. Again, hope for the best, but also prepare for other contingency. Thank you very much. And our prayers for people of Russia and you know, all innocent people you know, uh, who, who who unfortunately suffer when when political crisis happen. But of course, first and foremost, our prayers with people of Ukraine. You know? Uh, and hope the war stops as soon as possible, right? But this is the situation we have to watch out, what's happening inside Russia, because this will have a direct implication of what happens next also in Ukraine, all right? Salamat, God bless, and have a good weekend.